everything caravan and camping. They've got everything. Yeah, very good day and great to have you with us for our Everything Caravan and Camping podcast sponsored by ECC Parks. I'm Scotty Hillier from Channel 7 and we look forward to taking you to a different destination around this great country of ours every week. Now we're going to get you there safely with our weight and towing masterclasses. We've also got tech tips. Now we're going to chat with influencers and we're also going to chat with you, the listeners. And I'm looking forward to that. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear if you're out and about where you've been. And every week we're going to chat to the greatest chef ever given an open fire and a set of tongs. None other than the great Harry Fisher from Fire to Fork. I'm pretty pumped. Let's get into it. ECC, it's a 24-7 marketplace for all things caravanning, camping and 4x4. Now, with more than 10,000 products available from hundreds of popular brands, you'll find everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. Don't forget, subscribe to the newsletter and save a further 10% off the best brands, products and prices. They're only a click away. Come on. Let's go. Everything caravan and camping. I hope you're enjoying this, our ECC podcast. It is that time of the chat to catch up with our weight and towing masterclass expert. I'm going to call you Dave Lewis. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good, Scotty. Thanks very much for having me on. Oh, you're a pleasure. You're an absolute treat. People are loving all the information. We can never get enough information when it comes to towing a big RV or driving one or all of the above. So you can never get That's enough. That's right. Everything changes, isn't it? Once you jump out of your car and hook a caravan on the back, then yeah, it's different. pretty much everything changes as far as the length, the weight. Everything, all your driving skills change too. So it is important that we get it right. Yeah. So I think we've covered this early in the podcast, but we've got another question in. People want to know how easy if we don't have access to yourself or any of the other team yep. that can do this. How easy is it for them to get their van weighed, and and do they need to have it with fuel yes. in it or no fuel, or do they pretend they're going camping and fill it up? What some little tips and yep. tricks on, on making sure that they're sure. not overweight? Yeah. Back six and a half years ago, when I started Paycheck. Believe it or not, we were the only business of its type specifically designed for weighing cars and caravans in the country. Now, that industry has taken off. There would be in excess of 90 people around, 90 businesses, I should say, around the country doing it. Whilst using someone like ourselves is great because we actually not only do all the weighing, but we also sit down with you and go through all those confusing acronyms and terminologies and explain to you what they all mean, go through all the weight process, and then print that report out and sit down and go through it with you and explain to you if you are over how you can fix it or if you're under hopefully you'll then know exactly what sort of payload you got left in each of those ratings so as far as a car and a caravan you've basically got six compliance metrics or ratings that you've got to comply with it's quite easy to do these days simply because there's lots of guys like myself going around to do it you can still do it at at a public way bridge You'll just probably have to work the numbers out yourself a little bit. Yep. But it is important that you know where you're sitting with all those weights because obviously the car and the caravan have certain weight limitations and you, under the eyes of the law, you've got to be compliant in all those ratings. Yeah, and it makes sense. I'm not giving you a plug here, but you guys do a good yep. job. It's a bit more personable too as opposed to just driving to a way bridge and he's, hurry up, get off, and you're in a hurry and didn't read it right. Oh, you can yep. breathe, get someone like yourself out, and you yep. can go over it all, and I'm sure – and I'm sure you can vouch for this, Dave. You get out there just to weigh the van and they've got another 30 questions for you. Just I'll... Oh, yeah. 50% of what we do is getting the weights with the uh, scales and the weighing equipment. Yeah. The other 50% and probably the more important part is sitting down with our customers and saying, okay, 
this is how it all works. Yeah. We go through the process and say, what we've done here is we've weighed the car, we've weighed the caravan, we've weighed the ball, we've got it all here. Computer program will work all the ratings out and it'll tell us that what each of those ratings are, what it's allowed to weigh, what it physically weighs right now at this where we're weighing it and whether you're over or under. If you're over in a couple of those weight compliances, then there are ways of fixing this. 99% of it's fixable. So the beauty of using a professional weighing business like ourselves is that those people will then help you fix the problem. If most yeah, of it, yeah. like I say, it's fixable. But it's until you sit down there and go through, like the weight acronyms and uh, all these metrics that we use, they are confusing. Yeah. Six metrics, is actually there's actually eight, including the axles of the car, yeah. but they all interact with themselves. So we've got to make sure that we're right in each one of those. And a lot of people, when it is that confusing, people go, yeah, I got it, and they don't. So if yeah. you're a listener know, out there and, right. and it's all too hard, and the opportunity here to make sure you understand it. But speaking of weight check, Dave, is all right if I come and jump on the scars, will you have some tips for me? The big dollar yeah, twenty five. We, we could probably do and we could just cover you, I think, Scotty. You probably, no, you'll be fine. Probably mate. just Look, say stop uh, eating. Yeah. One of the things we do well together at the caravan shows is eat. We do pretty good, I know. Yeah. I think you lead the charge, but I'm I very do. close behind you. Uh, hey mate, and people listening want to take your advice yep. and get you out. How do we do it? How do we get in contact? Sure, Scotty. So website is mobilecaravanwaying.com.au. our phone number zero four double seven. Eight nine double seven double O. We operate in Brisbane, Sunshine Coast, Gold Coast, Toowoomba, and if anyone in Northern Territory is listening, we've got a uh, franchised operation up there as well. Yeah, yeah, plenty of opportunity to do it. Just give us a call, and we can organise to come and do it with you and help you get through that confusing minefield. Yeah, good on you, Dave. We'll chat next week, buddy. Thanks, Scotty. Talk to you soon. Okay, that time of the podcast, catching up with Charlie with our tech tip. How are you, brother? I'm doing well, mate. Doing yeah, well. Good. You keep you keeping cool. Been bloody hot. It's getting warmer and warmer as it goes along, yeah. and as we're coming into that full thick of yeah, you're and just... the roads are getting busier now. Yeah, everyone's everyone's enjoying it, yeah. and you know, hitting the beach. Speaking we've done about everyone enjoying it. Have you noticed post COVID, like the caravaning industry went bang? But it, it, I mean, it's slowed a little bit, but it's still popular. It is. Still going it, everyone's actually realised there's a bit to see in Australia. Yeah, and just and getting away. Like we've done some stuff on Creek to Coast, and the biggest thing is just the freedom. People getting look, away from the hustle bustle. That's it. Everyone thinks that there's, for example, just Cotton Tree Park. No, all, yeah, and especially all the people out there doing all this content and all mm. these great little locations. Yeah. Everyone's been able to do. Yeah, realise it. And, and you probably agree too. The lithium battery world has changed this off grid going <clears> away. You can get, be remote on your own for as long as you want. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. You yeah. can, and you can go away with literally all the comforts of home. Yeah, So exactly. we go away now with our coffee machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. stop it. We don't go without anymore. Thanks. <laughs> Extra shot. I'm going to go skim milk today because the body's a temple. That's it. <laughs> what do you got, mate? So this week, when you would know this being Creek to Coast, I've seen you yeah. get stuck a few times. Yeah, we have. Also. And that is yeah. recovery gear. Okay. So on ECC, we have chaos gear. Yeah. And I have to say that is one of the essentials if you're ever doing on a beach trip. So, mate, look, we're not experts, but you do enough of it and so do I. So if people are heading up to Double Island Point, Fraser Island, or what's some things they should be taking? I rec- my advice is the must-have is a snatch strap yep. and a soft shackle. Yeah. So yep. basically, and on everything caravan yeah. camping, yeah. we have the rated snatch straps. So okay. you can go start at 8 tonne all the way up to your 20 tonne snatch straps. Yeah. And they come in different lengths as well. So... I, everyone knows that there's I got bogged it in skip point that goes oh, around oh yeah we've seen this. there was one recently a few months back that guy <clears throat> I don't know if you saw it he tried to get around in his Prado or something and just copped it yeah like, and ends up stuck out in the water as well thinking oh it's yeah. a bit firm right here next thing he's in yeah. the ocean yeah 
snatchies. Yeah. Snatch traps, 100% recommend because in the sand, as someone always finds, someone thinks they're going to be smart or yeah. they're like, oh, I won't get bogged or yeah. I want to actually get bogged. Yeah. Next thing you know, they are stuck down to their axles yeah. and someone out in that firmer ground, the snatch trap is a bit more flexible so you can actually get a bit of a run up, which you will need on sand. It's not yeah. like a standing start go. Yeah. And there's a few safety things too, which we, we won't go into. So people need to, mm. to make sure they're doing all the safety bits because they can yeah. be very dangerous as yep. well. And so with all the chaos gear, they got the gloves, they've got the weighted blankets as well. So you are going to stop any... Okay. Yeah. It's, all, it's all in the pack. It's all in the pack. So chaos oh. do this awesome recovery pack. Yeah. So you get your shackle, you get your snatch trap, your gloves and your weighted blanket to make sure you're nice and protected. It's Happy all days. safe, secure and away you go. What PSI are you letting your tyres down to before you hit the beach? So when I go out there on the Prado, I actually drop down to about 18. Yeah, okay. And I find that if gets I'm you get, everywhere. gets yeah. me most places. Yeah. When it's you can tell when it's been a bit dry, like it's been this summer. Yeah. Then you probably want to go down a little bit lower and a little bit lower. But again, you actually I would have a look at what tire you have. Have yeah. a look at yeah, yeah, the yeah. type of rim you have. That's very important. Yeah. Because you can pop beads pretty easily. Yeah. Well, look, I'm just putting you on the spot here, and you got all the answers. That's Love mate. It. There is. I have to say, there is no substitute for experience. Now, yeah. I say I'm not that experienced. I'm, yeah, I haven't that's been right. doing it that long. You've been doing it. Yeah. I was with you. I'm 20 or 18. Depending on the conditions, if it's if it's fair to middle, mm. I'm down to 20 straight away. But as you said, if it's looking yuck and it's been no rain and it's that powdery white, go down to 15. Yeah. And 18, you're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. Keep your momentum going and away you're through. And I have to say, and it also depends on what tyre you have as well. Yeah, so that's a good point. All terrain, mud terrain. Yeah. Mud tyres are not the best for sand. Yeah, there you go. Look at us. We could just do our own little segment here. Yeah, we're actually having a great but we time. We've got to go, mate. We'll do it all again next week. <clears throat> that's it, mate. Can't wait. Well, it's that time of the podcast where we catch up with an influencer. Somebody that's had a bit of an impact on the industry over the years, and there's none other than... He's a good mate of mine, actually. I can't deny that. Toddy McCarthy, how are you, brother? Very well, Scotty. Very well. How have you been, mate? Yeah. Okay? I think I'm... you've been all, all over the place, mate. Yeah, I know. You're one of my mates that tell me all the time i got the best job in the world, and I continually tell you, yes, I do, Toddy. <laughs> no, you do. You do, champion. Well, so, mate... Mate, great to hear your voice. Good yeah. To hear your voice. No, lovely, mate. So, your backstory. The caravanning industry is something that you you grew up with your dad. Tell us a bit about that. You know, we've been lucky enough to get this year. It's probably knocked off 50 years for us within yeah. the automotive and caravan industry, which has pretty been amazing. The old man got into it younger. He's a bit of an outgoing sort of personality. And yeah. then we just walked through into the area where we've got a opportunity to work within the business where we've got a couple of caravan repair businesses and auto electrical mechanical, which helps us understand a bit more about yeah. it, which has been amazing. And I haven't had the opportunity not to do anything else because it's all I know. Yeah, with what you do, Audio Electrics, you've got the caravan service stuff. So you're talking to van owners 24-7. They come in and they – so you've probably heard something negative or which from every – about every different style and bit of caravanning there is to know. Oh, mate, we've, it's unbelievable what we've seen through our front doors over the years and some of the stories you get, you sort of – some people just scratch your heads with and some people are just – Absolutely amazing, mate, yeah, what they've done. Yeah, and, you, and it's been great to see that true family orientation where we have the grandparents yeah. to the kids, the grandkids coming through, and yeah. the same stories come through how much they love it, mate. Unbelievable. Yeah. Toddy, what's some of the things? We'll talk about a, a trip you've done with the lovely partner, Alyssa, shortly, but for the listeners out there, what are some little, what are some things you get vans back into your workshop and think they didn't do that and this has happened? There's a couple of little, couple of little basic things that people could be what doing. I think that people really open opportunities these days when we've got so much out there 
in the YouTube and Google and stuff like that. I yes. just think what the, the problem we've got in our industry is a bit of a mindset. And before they leave, they say, I've serviced my caravan. But when they say they've serviced the caravan, they pull their wheels off, check their wheel bearings, check their brakes and say, Rodeo, we're right to go. Yeah. There's a lot more to a caravan, Scotty, than yeah. as you see them every day of the week these days. But yeah. So much into them where you are checking your battery systems, checking if your switch's working, going and making sure that actually underneath your chassis and stuff like that, is there any cracks or anything like yeah. that where things are connected to your front drawbar area where that's the main thing that connects to your car. Are the bolts tight there? Things like this, which are very simple for everyday people to do. Yep. They can jump underneath there and just check these things simply. And before they go away, don't do it a week before. Do it a month before. Yeah. So if they do need the professional help, Yep. they can get in because these days most good people they sort of book them out a month or two in advance which yeah. which makes it hard for people with those dramas yeah and things like that Toddy you hit the corrogation and you're going to get found out it, it's going to something's going to go wrong and we're always going to have little dramas that we don't want people to have we want to be safe yeah. out there and we don't want and everyone yeah. works too hard these days to yeah. have a drama on their trip yeah. they want to enjoy that trip and I think with these scenarios with people, they just can enjoy those trips by taking that little bit extra time yeah. to make sure they are getting these things right. And tyres, mate, like a lot of people, they came with tyres, especially on caravans. Like, I hear it every day. Look at the tyre treat. It's amazing. Your tyres are 15 years old. Yeah. And it's speaking to manufacturers and they're saying, hey, guys, I'll be changing those between the five to seven year mark yep. because of not just the tread. Just because of the rubber in them and things like that. So yeah. things like this that might know about. But yeah. People can go and check these things. And to check the tire age, it's easy to Google, mate. Get on their head or check that. Yeah. And they'll be able to see it. You know that, right? That's a great tip. The tire might look great, but it's twenty years old. It's yeah. It, the walls are going to rub. I didn't like yourself, mate. When he got twenty years old. Oh, it's twenty been, years old. That's been great, and we could just about end it there. You've given some great tips, but um, I know you you do get away yourself. Have you have you got a little trip that you've been recently or over the oh, years? Right. One one standout location or something you've done, mate. I think crack at the people who are in the southeast Queensland one to me. I've done a few times that I really enjoy. We go out to like St George and Fallon, which is only a five or six hour drive. Yep. From Brisbane, I'm based in. Brisbane, and right, this would things to go out to there and see. Like, we went to a, a dinner this year out at Fallon, which was underneath the style of art out there, yep. nighttime music, drink. Then we went back into St. George the next day, went to the winery out there, the Sands Winery. Mm-hmm. Like, mate, just in that area there. Listen, we love the beach, as we were at Morton last week, but yep. we really love the outback as well, mate. And Yay. we enjoy that because it's not too far away for a lot of people. But you can go and spend a month out that area yeah. and not travel far and see so much of that area and also it helps those outback towns as well, mate. And we really want yeah. to tick off map that we love with St. George Bowling, going through Dolby, going through Toowoomba yeah. and spend those towns grow as we go, mate. Look at you go, Toddy. You know everything. I must should ring you every week. <laughs> if you better be on the No, fantastic, Toddy. All right, mate, Toddy McCarthy, great to chat with you, and uh, we probably will catch up down the line again. Mate, can't wait. It'll be good, mate. You know, love, love your work, love what you're doing. If anyone out there looking for me, you'll let them know where they need to go. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> See you, buddy. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Foodie time here in our ECC podcast. Harry Fisher, Fighter Fork. How are you, my dear friend? 
I'm going exceptionally well, mate. And they finally finished travelling. So yeah, let's no, call you my well. yeah. call you my dear friend now, Harry, because I reckon I've cooked on how many of your recipes you've told. I've cooked <laughs> them at home for guests. I've taken it on the road with Greek to Coast on Channel Seven. They're just such a winner, and the feedback's been fantastic. And that many listeners Great. out there, and we do want to hear from you, the listeners, if you're enjoying Harry's recipes. You can flick us an email. Just jump onto the website, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. But mate, just yeah, people are, are raving about it. The one you did yeah. weeks and weeks ago, the, ro- the bone roast chicken in the buttermilk? Oh, the boneless chook, yeah. Boneless chook a- going gangbusters. The buttermilk is right. bigger than people and now got buttermilk instead of normal milk. They're just loving it. <laughs> <laughs> but which is what we want. We, we're trying to provide people with information, whether it's weight and towing and uh, tech tips and, of course, here with yeah. you. But where are we this week, my friend? Mate, I want to talk about pork belly because it's really hard to nail. Yes. So this is a, a lesson or a, a method I meant I learned from a Chinese mate. He's got a Chinese restaurant and he's, he's an amazing chef. Yep. And he taught me how to make the fastest crispy pork belly I've ever experienced. I, wow. I was blown away because yeah. we all know pork belly takes minimum of, of an hour yes. anytime. If you, want, if you want crispy, it's going to be an hour. That's just the nature of it. Yep. So he threw all the rules out the window and I'll, I'll basically, I'll run you through it. So you get your pork belly yep. and you throw it in a pot of boiling water. <laughs> Okay. It's just so wrong. Yeah. But yeah, add in a tablespoon of Chinese five spice, a bit of sugar, a bit of salt, a bit of white pepper, standard sort of pork belly flavors. Yeah. And you just boil in there for 10 minutes, pull it out, and you get your fork and you nail the skin with your fork. So you want to put as many holes in it as possible. Now, this is all weird because at the moment the skin is gray. Yeah. It's, soft, <laughs> it's not looking it's it's soaking looking wet. It's not looking good, mate. Yeah. When it wouldn't, it's not looking promising. Yeah, wow. So now what you do is you get your pan, fry pan, and you want medium heat, quite a lot of oil. You want two or three mil over the whole pan. Yep. And then you get your pork belly, you score the back of it, score the meat side quite deeply, not through the skin, but talking about a, a good centimeter deep, throw it in your pan and you want to just brown that meat side. So not the skin side, the meat side. Yep. And that once that's done, all good. Flip it over to the skin side and now you got to watch this. It's going to take about 10 to 15 minutes and you watch that skin like a hawk because you check it every three minutes because if it, it's very easy for the edges to start to burn, but yep. you watch it, it will crisp up and it will crackle and it is just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So the whole thing, you're talking 25 minutes wow. and you've got crispy, beautifully tender pork belly in, yeah, with no special equipment. You're not talking about fancy ovens or anything like that. No. It's just a bloody, a pot and a pan. That's all you need. And you're talking um, right into and the crunch. Oh, that was, that's a, exactly was, that a good, right. was that a good noise, yeah. Harry? That was the pork cracking. <laughs> Is that right? So into boiling water, who'd have thought? I know, it's so weird. And I was really dubious when he told me about it. I was like, yeah. this is crazy. And he went, mate, this is the Chinese restaurant secret. <laughs> this I is was going to say, you're, you're, they're going to be after you. You're giving away some Chinese secrets here. Oh, <laughs> mate, yeah. He, uh, he was like, mate, be careful. The Chinese restaurant mafia will be out to get you in no time. <laughs> no, don't, not me. I'm going to push him straight to you. Oh, the pork belly. Young people yeah. just think then- we are doing this. Yeah, so look, I, I like to serve it with a, like a slightly uh, vinegary sauce to cut through it. So yep. get yourself some white vinegar, a bit of soy sauce. Ideal because you've got it, a bit of Chinese cooking wine or something like that. Yeah. Mix that up and then just like a, a couple of teaspoons of sugar to cut through that vinegar. And that, with your pork belly and some rice, is just, it tastes oh, like it came from a restaurant. Stop it. If you out there want to get hold of his book, Fight a Fork, Adventure Cooking, 
It's pretty simple. You need to jump onto the website, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Mate, we will chat again next week. Pork Belly is on the Hillier menu tonight. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Scotty. Good to chat to you, mate. Let's go. Okay, time of the podcast where we feature an ECC park, and we've got the man in. We've heard him with his caravan park confessions and all of that, but I said, Jason, I want you to come in here. You are passionate about ECC parks, and you are, aren't you? I am indeed, Scotty. I just love the industry, and I love the brand. Yeah, and I know a lot of the parks, the managers are busy, and they're going through school holidays and peak times. So I just said, let's just get Jason Filippini, and you can profile them all, and you could... Oh, thanks, Scott. More work. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what? It's not work because these guys, they love what they do. Yeah. And if I can help them, it yeah. is brilliant. Exactly right. And, that, and that's what the podcast is about. So for you out there listening, we're trying to give you ideas. If you're planning on heading to one of the parks we're focusing on, you've got somewhere to stay. And we're going to talk all about it, what there is, what you can do there. And where are we going first, my friend? Oh, Scotty, look, I thought we'd go straight to Victoria. Oh, the, Me- the Mexicans, do we say that? Are they Mexicans down there? They're only Mexicans when they come north. Oh, so down in their so own down there, where, okay. where the in- intruders when we go there. Oh, lovely, so lovely. I ask everyone to go and intrude down in Victoria and yeah. call yourself a Mexican. Yeah, lovely. And, and Victoria, it's a nice, especially for Queensland and New South Wales, Hook the, hook the van up or do whatever you need to do, camp a trailer, whatever, and head on down and check it all out. Absolutely. Yeah. And the one I'm looking at today, yep. Apex River Beach Holiday Park in Mildura. Wow. So it's yeah. right on the Murray River. It is a oh. really amazing park. Yeah, wow. And tell us a bit about it, Jace. What, what can we expect if we're heading there? Oh, look, if, you, if you're going to go to Mildura, you're yep. going to have to stay at Apex River Beach. Yep. They call it a beach because they're on the river. Yeah. And it's a, actually, I've been there. It's yeah. a really lovely little part of the Murray. Yep. They're, they're a pet-friendly park. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. The manager down there at the moment, and her name is Janine, Yep. and she is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. She loves what she does. She has yeah. passion about her than she does. Yeah. It's a really beautiful park. It's set on about 25 acres. Nice. It's, like I said, on a sandy beach of the Murray River. Wow. It's ideal for fishing, and yeah. I know you love yeah. fishing. I think I might have fished in it. Species, I think they get a bit of everything down there, don't they? Yeah, I think the trout. Yeah, the trout's a good one. Yeah. Flatted. Yeah, good, it's good. Swimming, bird watching, bush walking. It's just such a really nice provincial town in Victoria. Yeah. It's really close to the border. I think on the other side of the river yeah. is New South Wales. Okay. So it's right at that point of the Murray where yeah. New South Wales comes into Victoria. Yeah, nice. So it's a, probably if you're doing a road trip, it's probably a, a nice central spot too if you're coming in or leaving coming towards New South Wales or vice versa I had a little spot to stop absolutely it's got a boat ramp it's got, oh. yeah, they have campfires that's not a lot of parks shy away from doing campfires yeah. they have campfires it is just one yeah. of those places yeah and you know what you while you're down in Mildura you need to go and do the wineries and the distilleries oh, oh yes you know, how there's, good a lot of, there's a lot of people nodding listening to us now going yes okay it's right near the wineries love it yeah, yeah. and th- there's one down there that I've been to it's the Oak Valley Estate Winery. Okay. Such a great cellar door. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's not that far from the park. Is it, should I say, walking or? Oh, no. Let's call it an Uber. <laughs> yeah, okay. Not far. <laughs> but that's what people are after while they're in the parks, getting out and doing some things. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. for such a, a provincial town right out in the western side of Victoria as we go up to through to New South Wales. Yeah. It's got so much going for it. There's yeah. so many things to do in that region. Winery and the distilleries have just taken off recently. So yeah. then you've got the fishing, the water skiing, the swimming. All of that. The bird life. As you said, yeah. It's just an amazing yeah. place to stop and yeah. have a holiday. Yeah, and in terms of powered and unpowered sites? 
Yeah, so we've got about 200 campsites and, and wow. powered sites on the yeah. park. Yeah. But the parks also, because it's right on the edge of the river, there's a whole other area. They can do another 100 unpowered. Oh, wow. That's a 300-site park. Yeah, so massive. Massive. Yeah. And they've also got 20 cabins. And back in the floods in 2015, when the Murray went up forever. Yeah, then, yeah, I remember that, yep. The operator then, who's now not there, great guy. Yeah, yep. He actually got someone in and they lifted all the cabins and they drove them up the road because they so the cabins yeah. weren't even affected by the floods. There How go. good was that? Yeah, wow. So it's a great little space. And you've been there as well. I have. Hatching, yeah, it, it is a great space. Yeah. I've got lots of photos of, of that particular park. It is so nice. Yeah, and we're always telling people, Jace, that if you, that people are planning on going to one of the parks, jump online or even make a phone call just to make sure there's vacancy or any little do's and don'ts before you get there. Absolutely. And you know what? When you ring and you get your name, you say, g'day, you say, I heard you on the podcast. <laughs> yes. You must have been busy. <laughs> But I'm coming down because of the podcast. No, fantastic, mate. And I'm just going to reiterate what we say after every park feature. There's nothing else, is there? I'm not cutting you off, am I, mate? No, That's look, the biggest one is it's only five minute drive to the centre of Mildura. So it's yeah. right on the outside, but it's close enough. Everything's walking. That's what I was going to say. That's what people like to know about. If they can walk and get a coffee in the morning, yeah. or walk and go and have a bit of dinner. So it's everything's right there yeah, for you. Yeah, you're a five minute trip out of town. Fantastic, mate. And as we always say, 65 parks ECC throughout Australia and New Zealand. And if you head to everything, caravancamping.com.au you can purchase your ECC Parks Family Parks Travel Rewards membership but mate I love this ridiculous $30 It's an online special with ECC. That is crazy. The membership gives you 10% off your stay at all the ECC parks or family parks destinations, not only here in Australia, but also in New Zealand Zealand as well. You get the discounts and the deals while you travel with their rewards. What about this third night free voucher? Please. You get a third night free. It pays for itself. You stay somewhere once and the whole membership's paid for. Yeah, that's crazy. And an entry card to their frequent camper competitions. Everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Jason, You'll be doing this now with me every week. Look forward to catching up again soon. I love looking at you, Scotty. (laughs) Good on you, champ. Let's go. Now, don't forget to head over to the Everything Caravan and Camping podcast page, everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Sign up to the newsletter for your chance to win a $50 voucher to spend on the ECC Marketplace. To catch up on all of our ECC episodes, you go to where you get your podcasts or you can head over to everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Well, that's us for another week. And don't forget, we want to hear from you. We'd love to get you on the show with us. So if you're planning a trip, if you're out on a trip as we speak and you're listening to this podcast, or if you've got any question to do with anything we've spoken about, and if we haven't spoken about it and you want to know about it, make sure you send us an email, podcast at everythingcaravancamping.com.au. Be safe out on the roads. See you next time. Let's go. They've got everything. Everything caravan and camping. Let's go. They've got everything.